0: Welcome to the Well Fuel podcast, your spot for everything gut health, detox, hormones, a healthy home, mold and everything in between. I'm your host Isabel Smith. I'm an integrative and functional registered dietitian and the founder of Isabel Smith Nutrition. Hello, hello and welcome back to the Well Fuel podcast. This is Isabel and I'm your host and today I want to talk to you about that darn restrictive diet that you are stuck on. So, there's been more and more conversation around The negative of you being stuck on a chronic restrictive diet. I'm sure you've seen this all over the place, but I want to talk to you about it again. I'm glad it's starting to be spoken about. This is so important. If you are eating super restrictively, your microbiome is going to reflect the restriction that you are imposing upon it through what you're eating. Now, for a short period of time, this is super important. Can be. But from a long-term perspective, it's extremely detrimental, extremely damaging. One of the areas that I find that people get most stuck on restrictive diets is with low histamine and low FODMAP. Both of them serve a purpose for a short period of time. And then suddenly, not suddenly, but I should say suddenly, they become no longer beneficial for you to be doing either in a longer term uh, perspective. The microbiome thrives on variety. And whether you choose to engage in a variety or not, the ability for you to be eating a, a variety of foods is incredibly important in the overall picture. So how do you get out of it? What do you do? Well, first of all, we have to figure out what's actually behind the scenes, both in the FODMAP issue, as well as the histamine, as well as any of these candida, you name it, SCD, etc. SCD is another one I find people get super stuck on. And there's a lot of food fears and rightfully so. If you've been on a restrictive diet because you felt crappy and now you're taking the restrictive diet and you feel better, why would you ever want to switch? What I can guarantee you in the long run is that at some point you will either have to go more restrictive or stop feeling the benefits of it. And then you'll be really stuck. And I don't want you to be stuck. That's not a good place to be. So what do we do? First of all, we got to work with a practitioner that can help you get to the root cause. With FODMAP stuff, it can often be SIBO, candida, fungal infections, and other bacterial dysbiosis, trouble with motility. With histamine, it could often be mold, environmental issues, gut stuff, et cetera. What else did I say? Candida, that's obvious. That's you know generally a candida issue. What I'm finding and what we find these days is that these infections that we are treating are more sturdy, they last for longer, and they require more treatment. So what I'm finding is most people are given whatever, they run free, and then they never quite get to where they need to go. The other thing I find is when people start to feel better, they tend to drop off because they're like, I feel better. I don't need the support anymore. Don't do that, friends. Don't do that. You have to see your treatment through to the end. Otherwise, it will not work. I say this to my clients all the time. Just because you feel better is not a reason for you not to show up. That is actually the reason for you to show up because if you continue to show up, you'll actually cross the finish line. So you've got to work with somebody who's going to help you get to the root cause. Now I hear, and I see messages and we talk to a lot of followers and other people behind the scenes. You guys are frustrated. You've seen many practitioners. They've failed you. You don't know what to do. Don't give up. Please don't give up. Cause it doesn't seem like you're going to do it on your own. You just have to find the right one. You got to kiss a lot of toads to find the right. What's the right word. What's the right phrase. You got to kiss a lot of toads to find the right prince. Anyway, you get the point. Sometimes we got to work through a lot of practitioners. If I could tell you in my own personal life, how many people like were just missed the ball completely, really famous doctors, really, really apparently good practitioners, you'd be shocked. It's okay. It happens, right? Please don't lose trust in the whole medical community. There are people out there that can actually help you. Just keep seeking. I think there is room to gain something from everybody who we interact with, but ultimately you might just keep going until you find somebody that really resonates. That's okay. I don't think there's anything lost in that. I think that's actually a benefit personally. When people are, you know, you move through different people in different phases, just keep seeking because otherwise, I think personally, I think there's one of two choices. I keep seeking answers and I find one and I get better or I don't. And I'm stuck here. I don't know about you, but the first thing that we, that I discussed, I think was the best option. I don't want to be stuck here. I don't know about you. If you're, if you're okay with it, you know, and I say that to people, right? I'm like, if you're satisfied with where you are right now, then be my guest. Don't do anything further. But if you actually want to get better, then you have to continue to change your ways. That is super important. So, but finding a practitioner, continuing to not give up super important. If you give up, that's your prerogative, but there's nowhere for you to go. So again, life is short. And if you want to live the way you're living, then put, dig your feet in and, you know, don't move on. Otherwise, continue to seek somebody. There's so much access to so many different practitioners these days. So many ways you can like follow people, see what's up, get to know them, get to know their experience and their personality, et cetera, before you commit. There's so many ways to make that happen, to make that work. So don't give up. That's my personal perspective. You know, I could have easily given up, but I didn't. So I'm going to sit here and say the same thing to you. Working on getting to the root cause will help you. Now, in the meantime, what you can do you can trial small amounts every few days of new foods. See how your body does. Over time, it should continue to get better. People get really freaked out when they st- when they try new foods and things are bumpy or they're bloated or they don't feel great. There's a varying gradation about what, what not feeling great actually means and looks like. Depends on what your variety is that comes up. But the point is, is that through some exposure we can actually help the microbiome expand now of course ideally somebody would be guiding that exposure guiding which foods you're choosing next so again my suggestion is to work with somebody but you can also do a little bit of this yourself and see what does and doesn't work naturally if you're having and if you're having um, anaphylaxis don't play this game without a practitioner but if you're finding you're just a bit sensitive I welcome that personally i think prebiotics probiotics also really really important again you guys need to check them with your practitioner but i often re- recommend spore by bi- spore-based probiotics two favorites are just thrive and mega microbiome labs megaspor biotic prebiotics and probiotics extremely helpful they can help us with just kind of reworking the microbes again this, this these two are not right for everybody so make sure that you know you're getting on one that works for you but helping to positively feed the gut bugs helpful a lot of people have again differing opinions on do we feed the gut bugs if somebody has CUO. I personally find that it's helpful some don't recommend it. Again practitioner preference Gut lining is always usually an issue with chronic sensitivities and issues with reintroducing. So be aware that you might need like a gut lining support, something like that, mega mucosa, glutamine, quercetin, collagen, et cetera. All these things are are pretty helpful in the overall picture of getting you more food variety. The goal here is that you get more food variety so that we can help the microbiome heal. And, you know, of course, figuring out what's behind the scenes, very helpful, but you can certainly keep good notes and trial a few things that maybe you've removed in small quantities. I would always try them cooked first and, you know, then do them raw because I find people are uh, more tolerant of cooked foods than raw foods. You know, things I would, again, cut out if you're trying to heal your gut, alcohol and a ton of added sugar. Foods that make you obviously bloated are not necessarily harmful unless they're just like, so there's a difference between somebody eating kale and getting bloated. That is actually helping the microbiome heal versus eating a ton of rice and getting bloated. You want to remove the rice, but leave the kale, for example. People get really freaked out about feeling bloated. Is it making me worse answers? No. Honestly, in my perspective, I find it actually most often helps to heal the microbiome, push through some of these plateaus and these mountains rather. But again, if you're uncomfortable, you want to make sure that you're doing this with a practitioner. We want to make sure that you're safe. and if you hear nothing else, you need to get to the root cause here. You need to make sure that we figure out why you're having such issues with reintroducing. It will help you in the long run so much. So again, just wanted to like drop some information. This doesn't give you the final answer because I don't have one because we got to figure out what's actually behind the scenes, but hopefully gave you some insight into what's important and how to move forward. So as always, thank you for tuning in. So grateful for you. And I look forward to seeing you next time. As always, thanks so much for listening to the Well podcast. We're so happy to have you. To make sure you don't miss a beat, please subscribe either on Apple or Spotify because we have episodes dropping once or more a week with tons of great content. If you want to make sure that you're up to date on everything we're doing in the business with our clients and new offers and all the things, make sure that you check us out at Isabel Smith Nutrition on Instagram and isabelsmithnutrition.com. See you guys soon.